Hello, Hello and welcome to Unbelievable, the weekly podcast where we dissect our favourite Chat Mag articles. I'm Katie. And I'm Emma, so sit back, grab a cup of tea or a glass of Prosecco and enjoy another episode of Unbelievable. So I've got a little story for you, Emma, called A Magical Meeting. Okay. Vague. All Emma needed to do was have faith and open her heart to the possibility of the unexplained. Okay, right. Let's see it then. Emma shouldn't have come to the club. Not tonight. Not when everyone around her was upbeat and excited, celebrating the year ahead with exuberance. And here she was, a misery guts, wondering why everything had gone so horribly wrong with Nathan, and how could she possibly face a whole new year without him? The fact that she even let her friends talk her into joining them for a party at this particular club to welcome in January proved she was of unsound mind, didn't it? After all, over there is the bar where she and Nathan first made eye contact. Next to her was the dance floor where they'd had their first dance, and in the corner was the table where they'd sat and shared their first tentative kiss. And if the DJ played the same song they slow danced to two months into their relationship where Nathan had held her close and told her he loved her for the first time. Slow dancing at the club. <laughs> she was bound to break into a flood of tears. Okay. Yeah, I don't know it's what your weird start. I don't know who's like slow dancing, like doing the waltz of like hippodrome. Know, yeah. Sucking on the straw in her mock cocktail, Emma sighed. Unfortunately, since she was designated driver, she couldn't even drown her sorrows tonight. This probably wasn't <laughs> a like bad the worst night ever. <laughs> I know. This probably wasn't a bad thing. If she was tipsy, no doubt she would do something embarrassing and add humiliation to her heartbreak. Emma glanced at her friends on the dance floor. They were all smiles, lucky things. She didn't mind, though. If someone had to hold the table and keep an eye on bags and drinks, it may as well be her considering the mood she was in. Do you believe in magic? A voice asked. Emma turned to see what must have been a magician the club had hired to entertain guests. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Although she looked more... I'm so tempted already <laughs> just to call this this fake name. <laughs> Although she looked more like a witch with her deep wrinkles and long white hair flowing out from underneath her pointed hat. In the club? <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is a double bluff. You've done one called Emma and Ridiculous. Because I'd be like, that's so obvious. <laughs> her long robes were decorated with stars sewn in golden thread. And in her hand was a long, thin wand. The warm okay. smile on her face never faltered as she waited for Emma's answer. Maybe a long time ago, she replied. And she had. When she was five and her father had pulled a coin from behind her ear or made her pick a card he would always know which one she'd picked. But growing up had a way of crushing belief in things like magic. But I'm afraid I don't believe in things like that anymore, she added. This time, though, it wasn't conjuring tricks she was talking about, but the magic of love she'd lost faith in. <laughs> the smile didn't leave the I'm literally frowning face. at you. I don't know. This is... <laughs> Katie even said before we started recording, can you see my iPad? So I don't know if she's doing like a double bluff because she knows that, knows that I didn't believe this. So it's probably real. But then she'll go, oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> she's called Emma. And there's a witch in the club. <laughs> The smile didn't leave the witch's face. But you have to believe in magic, she said with a wink. That's the only way it comes true. <laughs> she waved her magic wand, 
and suddenly she was holding a bunch of artificial flowers. She handed them to Emma. Well, this is ridiculous. She's not a magician. <laughs> There's a difference. If she's saying she's a witch, she's not going to... Oh, and take this, this handkerchief from my pocket. Oh, it's it's so long. There's so many she's colours. She's just sat drinking like her fake porn star martini whilst her friend's having a good time and she's just talking to like a hag in the corner, totally so mm, Yeah, I'm not buying it, but... I'm trying to work out what you would do. Would you make it so obvious that I would have to call fake news? Or would you pick an article and go, ha, I'm only going to read this out because Emma this is fake. <laughs> That's your decision, isn't it? Up close. One sec, what magazine is this from? A Spirit and Destiny. And what page? 82. Okay, what's her name? Emma what? I don't know. What do you mean, what does it say? It's just Emma. Just Emma? How old's Emma? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, by Emma? This is by someone else. Someone else has sent this story in. Okay. Who's the someone else then? Rosemary Hayes. And how old's Rosemary Hayes? I don't know. Where's she from? I don't know. It just says her name. Okay, carry on. (laughs) She waved her magic wand and suddenly she was holding a bunch of artificial flowers. She handed them to Emma. Up close she could see they were as old as the witch herself. A bit tattered and a little musty. Some of the fabric petals torn and droopy. It wasn't supposed to make her sad, but it did. Thank you, she said. The flowers were as old as the woman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And musty, that's your word. (laughs) Thank you, she said, handing the flowers back to the woman. I can sense you're not impressed. What about this, then? The witch removed her hat and showed Emma the inside to confirm it was empty. Turning the hat upright again, she muttered a magic word, then reached in and pulled out a plush toy rabbit. Isn't it supposed to be a real rabbit? Emma asks, one eyebrow raised. The witch shrugged, still with that warm smile on her face. I'm just going to hear this out at this point. I do think it's <laughs> fake news, but I just want to hear, hear the article and then you, I'll decide. You have to call it or not call it during the article. Too. That's not a rule we've ever said. We've never, ever said that <laughs> rule. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> microphone, we've never said that. Well, you don't get all episode to decide. No, not all episode. I want to hear the article and then I'll make a decision from there. Okay. I do think it should be during the article, though. Well, no. I need to hear the whole article and then I'll make my decision. Isn't it supposed to be a real rabbit? Emma asked, one eyebrow raised. The witch shrugged, still with that warm smile on her face. As they say, never work with animals or children. (laughs) Who says that? She lowered. That's what they say in, like, acting. Like, in film production and, like, TV. It's, like, never work with kids or animals. <laughs> what? That is a thing. <laughs> Why would a witch say that? <laughs> She's got a history in TV production. <laughs> fake news. I'm making the declaration. You're declaring yeah, fake, fake news? fake news. I've read Spirit and Destiny and they don't normally do stuff like this. <laughs> well, I've got a little twist here because it is a real article yeah. in Spirit and Destiny. But I read it reading it was real and then I saw there's a little bit in the corner that's like spiritual fiction. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's not a, so so it's it's a real, real article. article. What do you mean spiritual fiction? So I want you to now go forward thinking it's real because I read it to the very end thinking this was a real submission. But I'm really confused. Why would anyone just have a fiction section of their spiritual magazine? <laughs> I don't that's know so but ridiculous. I love it. Who wrote this? Rosemary Hayes. Hayes. I love it. She's an absolute queen. And she's just won me all the points for the episode. As they say, never work with animals or children. She lowered her voice to a conspiratorial whisper. It makes cleaning the hat a lot easier this way. 
What? A small smile flickered across Emma's face. Now for one last trick. The witch held out. <laughs> she floats upwards. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. The witch held out a silver coin in the palm of her hand. Emma saw a love heart on the upturned side. When the witch turned it over, there was a love heart on the other side too. She closed her palm. Do you believe in magic? Oh, <laughs> she so asked Emma. Because if you do, make a wish and it will come true. A wasted wish is the new setting. <laughs> the witch placed the coin on its edge in the middle of the table and flicked it. It spun so fast it looked like a blurred silver ball. Then she placed a silk scarf over the top of it, and when she pulled it away, the coin was gone. Emma I'm utterly baffled. <laughs> Emma knew how this trick was done. <laughs> Distraction, sleight of hand. The coin didn't really disappear. It was up the witch's sleeve or in a hidden pocket. She's not a witch! (laughs) Getting Emma to think about a wish was the distraction, while the witch's dexterous fingers hid the coin. What? (laughs) A well-done trick, she had to admit, but only a trick. If she was a real witch, then Nathan would have magically appeared, just like she'd wished for. (laughs) And then Nathan walked in. (laughs) Are you Rosemary? (laughs) It's my side job. <laughs> That's your little hustle <laughs> yeah. when you're locked away. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Spirit and destiny. Thank you for the entertainment, Emma said kindly. You're very good. The witch smiled. Yeah. In the club? <laughs> yeah. In, imagine prison. Yeah. Mm-t, mm-t, mm-t. There's so many loud music. There's so much going Bye, on. Bye, could I buy you a drink? Yeah, they're just in a little booth. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> what are you saying? Sorry, I can't hear you over the music. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> It's such a bad, like, chat-up line. I know. Thank you for the entertainment, Emma said kindly. You're very good. The witch smiled. Yes, I am. <laughs> she bowed low, then walked away. What time is this as well? It's like 1am yeah, on a Friday the, night. The witching hour. Witch go home. Emma's friends continued to dance, chatter and laugh while they waited for midnight to arrive. Sorry, how early are they out in this club? <laughs> Rosemary's not been out since the 80s. Yeah, they were slow dancing, that's why. <laughs> I think, uh, what's her name, Rosemary Hayes? Yeah. Is like 65. <laughs> this is what she thinks the clubs are like. Also, Emma's friends in this story are really horrible. Like, she's just sat in the corner, talking to an old hag... Looking after, like, the bag. She must be being really boring. Yeah. Like, she's out drinking a mock cocktail. The designated driver for a club night. Like, yeah. just get a taxi so you can all <laughs> enjoy the night. What are you doing? Like, Is Spirit and Destiny American? I don't know, actually. It sound, It has UK vibes. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just does. <laughs> Emma's friends continued to dance, chatter and laugh while they waited for midnight to arrive. Sometimes one or two would join her to keep her company for a little while. Oh, how generous of them. <laughs> yeah, but if one of your mates is sat in the corner chatting to an old lady who's getting coins out of her ears and, like, <laughs> rabbit dolls out of her hat, you would you'd avoid. Like, what? You'd go and rescue or avoid. Maybe they've tried to rescue her. She's going, look at these tricks. <laughs> She's good. <laughs> this actually happened on a night out when I was out in London. This man came over and started doing magic tricks. <laughs> and I was, like, fully, like, sucked into it. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and all my friends were like, come away, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Buy into it straight away. Yeah. Sometimes one or two would join her to keep her company for a little while, but Emma didn't mind when she was alone. It gave her time to think about Nathan and what had gone wrong. <laughs> God, she's such a killjoy. The woman from Nathan's workplace had approached her while she was waiting for him outside. So, okay, 
Hang on, this is like a little backstory. I think we're now seeing the story of Emma and Nathan. I don't like... care about Emma and Nathan. <laughs> this is now their, like, what happened. This is the weirdest story to put in a magazine ever. I and to it. say it's fiction. But it's, honestly, it's, I just didn't even notice that it was fiction until the end. See, I'm struggling with this one because I've declared fake news and it is not real. Yeah, but I didn't write it. So I found the loophole. But it isn't real. So when, how unbelievable is this? Well, it's not real. Well, you can do it based on jo- on enjoyment. Because <laughs> I wanted to read... Why? Because you'd get a zero. No. Yeah, if it's unbelievable. Okay, well, let me finish the story. Okay. Just enjoy it, like... Okay, yeah. So this is now their backstory. This is, the you know, the love tale of the century, Nathan and Emma. The woman from Nathan's workplace had approached her while she was waiting for him outside his office a month ago. <laughs> Beautiful. Buxom. Perfect. She was everything Emma Rosemary felt. Rosemary Hayes is defo an old lady. <laughs> Buxom. Buxom. It didn't take much persuasion for her to believe Nathan would want this woman instead of her. That's probably why she didn't look too closely at the suggestive text the woman was showing her. All ending with, love Nathan. What? <laughs> he was also texting, like, putting love Nathan at the end. When Emma confronted him, he denied it. He claimed this woman had been trying to hook up with him, approaching him and making it clear that what she wanted, but he had rejected her. He was right in love, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Emma had been burned by an ex before with the same denials, so it was hard to believe him. (laughs) She needed more proof. (laughs) But by the time she found out the truth and the woman's fake texts were revealed, it was too late. Nathan had been hurt. So this buxom woman from the office (laughs) had, like, pretended that Nathan had texted (laughs) her. Yeah, and then found Emma and was like, look at these texts. Well, this makes even less sense, because someone's thinking of all this. Yeah, Like, this isn't, like, based on (laughs) real stuff, and you'd like, oh, what what an absolute cow. Like It has absolutely no cohesive narrative. Why would someone from work do that? (laughs) She needed more proof. But by the time she found out the truth and the woman's fake texts were revealed, it was too late. Nathan had been hurt. The saddest part was when Emma realised it wasn't a lack of trust in Nathan that made her lie so easy to believe. It was a lack of belief in herself. (laughs) Deep down, she didn't truly believe that anyone could really love her. That's really sad. (laughs) And this is definitely Rosemary Hayes speaking at this point. (laughs) Not the character. She dwelt on this whilst her friends laughed and gave it their all on the dance floor. Then a voice interrupted her maudling thoughts. Emma? Were her eyes playing tricks? Was that really Nathan sliding on the chair next to her? Sliding on the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I imagine him coming in like, whoosh? Nathan, what are you doing here? So now, are you waiting for the the grand finale of this tale? I was at at home and I had this sudden overwhelming urge to come and see you. Wait, who's that woman next to you? That's my nan. (laughs) That would have been a better end. Something odd happened, he said. I was out with my mates at a club on the other side of town. They kept trying to get me to chat up one girl or another. I wasn't interested. I was miserable, actually. Then... An old woman, dressed like a witch, came up to me and said, Do you believe in magic? (laughs) She pulled a silver coin out of my shirt pocket, then told me to come here, and I found you. (laughs) Why would you believe an old lady that took a coin out of her pocket? Do you believe? Come with me. No way. Emma's mouth fell open. 
but I've been with her all night. <laughs> Had there been more to that witch after all than just party tricks? How could she have known about us or know where to find you? <laughs> right. So she's suggesting that it's not magic. She's saying that she left the woman and how did the woman know to yeah. go to that club? <laughs> Nathan pointed to the dance floor. Do you reckon your friends or mine hired this witch to set us up? <laughs> Who would do that? Literally. You would do that. <laughs> you and your friends would do that. <laughs> I wouldn't be against it. Because imagine if you hired a witch and they were just a magician and all they can do is card tricks yeah, and coins. Yeah, I would actually quite like that. Be the weirdest thing ever. I guess they could have, Emma agreed. They reluctantly. <laughs> Nathan's mates are like, mate, where, why have you just gone off with that really weird old lady? <laughs> He's bald. <laughs> yeah. Grab your kilt, lad. Yeah, they'll be texting him in the group chat. <laughs> My friends know how much I've missed you. And my mates know how much I've missed you, said Nathan. <sighs> you have? Every day we've been apart, he Baby. said. <laughs> Nathan slid his arms around her. I hate how she he wants to keep sliding and sl- lubed up. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Nathan slid his <laughs> arms around her and pressed his lips to her. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Where's this going? They pulled apart when they heard fireworks going oh. outside. But Emma's attention was focused on something else at the window. The old witch is smiling. smiling. <laughs> I knew she would be at the window like this. <laughs> She's steaming up from her breath Literally. on the window. Her silver coins spinning on the palm of her hand. What? <laughs> How does that work? It won't spin, it's a but hand. Also, what club has a window? It's like just... <laughs> There's the queue outside, and she's like interrupted the queue, and there's a big gap. And she's VIP there, coming steaming up the window, pressing her face against it, and spinning a coin in her sweaty palm. Yeah, a silver coin spinning on the palm of her hand. How? Now, do you believe in magic? What? Shouting? She heard the witch's voice yeah, whisper. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> whisper. Yeah, she whispers through the window. <laughs> Point spinning in her hand. There you go, a magical meeting. Oh my god. <laughs> this old lady She's came a match up, maker. Which essentially they've confirmed their friends hired and that's <laughs> why they just left them to it. And this old lady sat there doing card tricks and coin tricks <laughs> and then got up went to a different club and said, come with me, and then just put them together and then fogged up the window with her breath. No, I think it's implying that it is truly magic because she's spinning the, the coin in, in her, her hand. hand. Yeah. And if you think, I'm actually, I'm thinking of it now, it would literally, it wouldn't even spin. Yeah, no, that's what, like, she is magic and then they're going to be like, oh, what club? Uh- I think Rosemary Hayes has never stepped foot in a club. And if she has, it was like a dance, like a dance hall from like the 60s with real genuine old hag spinning coins (laughs) entertainment. (laughs) The jester. There you go. Well, it's not real. It even says that. (laughs) And, And even in the article, it's hinting the whole time that the magic isn't real. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because at the end. And the fact she's through a window and you can yeah. hear a whisper. Surely is magic. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was fake. So, yeah, must be. Yeah. So you've got... To, I think if you declare fake news, yeah. it has to be a 10. Okay. So we've evened out then. Yeah. So I don't get any points for my next one. No. I haven't even said it yet. <laughs> it's a quite a good one. You oh, snooze, okay. you lose. Okay. 
Okay, so this one is called Troubles Brewing. Okay. Someone hated me so much they wanted to destroy my life. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm hooked. <laughs> How do I look? I asked my best friend and chief bridesmaid, Tilda. I was wearing my beautiful full white wedding dress. In a couple of hours, my fiancé Kelvin and I would be husband and wife. Lovely, Tilda replied dutifully as I gave her a twirl. <laughs> dutifully? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? I said, peering more closely at her. She looked tired and drawn. I'm fine, she said abruptly. Who is this, sorry, the bridesmaid or the bride? Yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah, Tilda's the bridesmaid. I'm fine, she said abruptly. Come on, we'll be late. Not a very nice vibe from your bridesmaid. <laughs> Are you sure that's not the bride? Yeah, positive. Happy's the bride. Oh. She's called Happy38 from of South Africa. Of course she is. <laughs> we headed off to the church. Kelvin beamed at me as I walked up to the aisle, his eyes full of love and pride. Aww. Do you, Kelvin, take this woman, the pastor began, but he was cut off by a scream. <laughs> Behind us, my mother had leapt to her feet and was pointing at me. I saw something dark and ugly behind you, Happy. She cried. <laughs> That's a nice thing to say about Kelvin. A traditional African woman, my mother was very superstitious. I shook my head at her gently as my dad helped her back into her seat. The ceremony passed without any more drama. Kelvin- <laughs> That's drama enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kevin and I were wed. Hearts full Kelvin. Yeah. What did I say? Kevin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Kevin. Kelvin and I were wed. Hearts full to bursting, we made our way to reception. Sitting on the high table, our plates of food were placed in front of us. But I leaped out of my seat as I was suddenly soaked to the skin. What? A bottle of red wine had been tipped all over my dress. It's ruined. What? I Deliberately? Well, just wait. No, I think it was an accident. It's ruined, I signed to Kelvin. Don't worry, he said, cutting into his meat. You still, <laughs> you still look lovely. Ouch! His knife had slipped, cutting his hand. There was blood everywhere. I hope this isn't a bad omen, Mum said as she helped him mop it up. Don't be silly, I laughed. Our honeymoon by the sea in Mauritius was a magical escape and everything was perfect. The strange moments at my wedding were forgotten in a haze of laughter and wine and joy. Back home, we moved in together, confident our married life would be every bit as fantastic. Going downstairs one morning, I found the salt cellar Dad had given us for a wedding present smashed all over the floor. I rang Kelvin. Why didn't you tell me you'd smashed it? I cried. Because I didn't smash it, he snapped. I didn't even take it out of the cupboard. I waved the incident away as an accident. But every morning after that, I'd find something of mine broken. It isn't me, Kelvin said for the umpteenth time. But if he wasn't doing this, who was? Things weren't going well at work either. I'd be married a year when Sydney, my boss, stormed over to my desk. What kind of sick joke is this, Happy? There's nothing on the file you've sent me for today's presentation except for rude pictures. (gasps) What do you mean? (laughs) My stomach did a sickening swoop. What is he talking about? I wasn't playing any jokes, and I didn't even have rude pictures what on my computer. What do you computers. mean, rude pictures? <laughs> well, I guess, like, nude pics. That's what, what of I was her? assuming. Yeah. She didn't even have any rude pictures on her computer. <laughs> on her phone, however. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea, I stammered. I spent all yesterday working on the figures to make sure everything was ready. Let me send it to you again. I opened the file on my computer, and it was fine. Not a rude image in sight. Tilda was staring at me, a strange expression on her face. We'd initially met through working together. You've really screwed up, Happy, she said gleefully. It's horrible. That's a career-limiting move. <laughs> also, who says that? <laughs> that glass ceiling? That just got lower. <laughs> Hurt by a lack of support, I emailed the file to Sydney, but Tilda was right. 
The damage had been done. He stopped asking me to work on important projects. At home, my husband and I were arguing more than ever. We started sleeping in separate beds. After three years, none of our wedding gifts were left, and I was waking up in the morning with strange scratches on my arms and legs. Am I doing this in my sleep? I wondered. He nodded. You must be. You need psychiatric help. Why is everyone being absolutely savage to I know. And she's called Happy as well. She seems really (laughs) nice. She should be called Tortured. (laughs) Mentally distressed. (laughs) One morning as I was heading into work, an old woman grabbed my arm. You have a tokoloshi, she screeked. A what? You must see a sangoma. I threw a hand off me. You're crazy. Get off me. I think I've heard of tokoloshi. Say it again. Tokoloshi. Is that the thing with like six arms or something? Um, I know that they're like little brown, like hairy little demons. Oh. That are known in Africa. But she they think that she has a tokoloshi. Yeah, I've heard I have heard of that before. Yeah, I had as well. Leave now is the next header. Okay. In South African culture, a tokoloshi is a small, powerful, brown haired demon that comes in the night and causes trouble. They Wait, take... Emma, what was your dream last oh. night? <gasps> well maybe it's after reading this. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't that know if it was a dream sense. or not. Basically there was just <laughs> something hairy and gross on me while I was sleeping. It's and obviously I was because you uh, read this. Yeah, I didn't even make the connection. You just gave me chills, honestly. <laughs> I was looking at you like why oh my God. Yeah, I didn't even make the connection. Emma literally woke up and was like, I had a dream that this little hairy creature was just like sat on me. <laughs> yeah, but that's freaked me out because that's in like, <laughs> that's in like, like that's in all paintings yeah. and stuff in history. So that just freaked me out a bit. But I said, be gone in my dream. And then it went straight away. So I didn't even make the connection. I feel really, <laughs> I feel I really scared now. I've got a tokoloshi. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> a brown haired demon that comes in the night and causes trouble. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> they take away your sex life, break your marriage and cause trouble at work. A sangoma has the power to banish one. Who'd hate me enough to set a tokoloshi on me? Anyway, there was no such thing, dot, dot, dot. At work, my boss was standing by my, se- my desk, his face grim. Leave now and don't expect any references, he said. Aww. I won't tolerate liars and thieves. <gasps> His phone had been stolen a week before. He found it in my drawer when he went to look for a stapler. It wasn't me, I said, but police escorted me away. Back home, I heard grunts and moans. I ran up to my room. Kelvin and Tilda were having (gasps) sex. Tilda's horrible. Oh my god, I shrieked. How could you do this to me? Wait, can I just interrupt? Is it more likely that it's a tokoloshi or it's Tilda actually (laughs) sabotaging your life? The two things that have gone wrong is her marriage (laughs) and her work. And Tilda's in both of them. Is Tilda's your tokoloshi? Oh my god, I shrieked. How could you do this to me? Did you think I wouldn't get a real woman? Kelvin said. What about you, Tilda? I sobbed. <laughs> You're my friend. Tilda laughed. <gasps> <laughs> in that no scenario, one, no, no one's one that like evil. That. Yeah. If you're cheating on your wife, you're not going, ha, you thought I wouldn't get a real lady. <laughs> no, you wouldn't laugh as well. I moved back in with mum. I told her what the lady had said about the tokoloshi. Mum took me to a sangoma the next day who performed a divination by throwing and reading bones. The sangoma saw a jealous friend who wanted my husband. Yeah. Tilda, she'd done this to me. She watched me live my life in three years of hell, losing my job, friends and life just so she could take Kelvin. The sangoma put a doak, a cloth, soaked in herbs and essence on my face to make me ugly so the tokoloshi would go. (laughs) (laughs) Then he gave me a potion to drink that made the tokoloshi visible. It was all I could do not to scream. I couldn't believe the stories, but right in front of me stood a brown creature with red eyes and sharp teeth, grinning. Uh, what? It raised a clawed hand and made scratching movements, laughing as it did it. 
the Sangoma banished him and he disappeared with a strange potion? screeching scream. He couldn't harm me now. It'd be like a mushroom milkshake or something, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? Just a really bad trip. Once mutual friends told Kelvin how Tilda had set the tokoloshi onto me, he left her in disgust. He begged me to take him back, but I deserve better. Now, six years later, I'm starting fresh with a new job, a new man, Ernest, and a new oh, home. Oh, Ernest. I know. That's my favourite name. <laughs> I'll show you the pictures, though. He's really sweet. The tokoloshi's gone, but I know what to look for if I experience those things again. Be warned, if strange things are happening to you, someone could have set the tokoloshi on you. Or they're incredibly toxic. Yeah, and that's the lovely Ernest. Oh, yeah. I love Ernest. Yeah. Look after her. So, yeah, what do you think of that? Um, I think... Like Tilda's obviously just absolutely sabotaged her life and she stole the phone, put it in the drawer, yeah. blamed Happy, um put rude pictures oh, on her. Because yeah, if she... they're best friends, maybe she has some. Like yeah. I don't we don't know what the rude pictures were. Yeah. I was assuming nude, but maybe they're just like swearing or like Or just generic nudes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think she has a tokoloshi. But that's the story. She saw the tokoloshi. Yeah, but I she also saw it scratching a, movements. After <laughs> drinking some weird potion, after a man threw some bones and gave her a weird drink. <laughs> so it is unbelievable and I did enjoy it and I'd give you a nine. Oh, you, no, you do. You're not. Count. You can't dangle that in front of me because <laughs> you know it doesn't count. Oh. I, so that was a really good one and I really enjoyed it. I didn't even think it'd be that good so that's why I was like, oh, that's fine. I've lost my points. Kate would only give me a six for this anyway but you've dangled all the points you never give me in front of my I face. I would have given you 50 out of 10 for that. <laughs> you never do that. No, I really enjoyed it. That was okay, a good one. good. That's another week of unbelievable done and dusted, Emma. I know, and we had another declaration yeah. of fake news. Each week is going to be fake news. <laughs> Both of us shine. Fake news! There's going to be like zero points by I the end of this series. Thanks everyone for listening. We've had some new listeners the last few weeks, which is good. If you like the podcast, then give us a review and follow our social media. Unbelievable podcast. So we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye.